Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 44 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm Padfoot. <laughs> what are you going to do when you run out of stuff? I'm just going to make up names. Start from the beginning. All right. So this episode is sponsored by Libby Ryan. Woo, 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 woo. woo. Libby. 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 Um, today we will be discussing chapter two of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Aunt Marge's Big Mistake. So make dun, sure dun, dun. you have read the chapter and you're ready to... Um, what do we want to? We already dive. We 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 dive into details a lot. Mm-hmm. Can we like, I don't know, swim a little? Jump into the crannies. What? <laughs> the nooks and crannies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna jump into the crannies. I, it uh, might hurt a little because I think that they are like you know. Well, they're not. Sides. As, they're not as soft as nooks. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't know. <gasps> my bad, guys. Where do you find a nook? My Is it with a book? Or do you have to in a look? I don't know. You should take With a, a look. cook? Yeah, okay. None of y'all are All right. Anyway. I'm just over here eating my fruit by the foot. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to some social media. So don't put that in your mouth yet. I won't. <laughs> All right, guys. So the best place to find us is at our website, which is on w- the internet. W- <laughs> www.swishflickcast.com. You can find all info on our podcast there, podcast there, including um, bios on your hosts. We have merchandise. We've got our blog posts with our episodes every week. We have links to Patreon and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and all the fun stuff all right at swishflickcast.com. However, if you don't want to go to our website, and that's fine, but you should, you can also just search for us on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast or Swish Flick Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. I can tell how badly you want to eat that because you're reading this so fast. (laughs) I like that you're chewing your chips off mic. Do you want me to chew them on? I mean, whatever. Do you want? That's professional (laughs) chip eating. You can also join us on Patreon for exclusive access to the Felix Files. Our bi-monthly bonus episodes. You can also have a chance to be a guest on the Felix Files. 
Uh, Join us for a live video chat session monthly on Zoom. We have monthly giveaways and lots more. So if that sounds fun, head on over to (laughs) patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast and choose your support level. Also, if you're a patron that's a Phoenix level, you can pick a character. You might not get that one, but we're going to try to do analyzing. It's not even real words. Analyzing. Yeah. Analyzing. I was going to say we're going to analyze, and then I was like, no, we're like already doing it. Um, each character. Yes. We started with Seer. Nope. We started with Snape. Oh, now we're doing, we're going to do Serious next. Then Wait, go to are Arenas. we seriously going to do that? Seriously. Whoa. Um, so yeah, like if you have like a potential, like, and you might not like them, you might, I think it's going to be interesting because I know a lot of us have similar feelings on Snape. So we got someone that loved Snape mm-hmm. to come on his. So it'd be interesting to have someone that maybe when we do certain characters, don't like the person. Or, you know, have a different view than I should say. I should say. Mm-hmm. Pottermore put out a little video, by the way, the other day about Snape with people who are... I didn't watch it, though, but yeah. Into, into Snape. Yeah. And people who don't. And Snape. I have to watch it. The one girl. It was really short. The one girl was like, yeah, he like did that, like, that, you know, huge thing in the end. She's like... But it still doesn't take away from the fact that he was like a horrible person or something like that. I was like, shoot, Pottermore. Hmm. It was intense. It, was, it, out it there. was intense. It was intense. I will say that. So, but they had people on all sides of it. Were they intense? It was so intense. Yeah, they were out in the field and all that jazz. Well, also, a huge thank you and shout out to all of our current patrons. Um, we couldn't do this without you. You're amazing. Thank true. you. It's true. So, shake facts. The Weekly Profits. We have... Katie already opened it for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Bonnie Wright is in, going to be in a new movie. Played Ginny Weasley. I thought she was like for done acting. I don't know. Why? Why do you think that? I don't know. Is she still married to that dude? They were never no, married. No, they never got married. Whoa, they were just engaged. Thought, oh. you, you broke up. They broke up, though? Yes. Sad tweet. Eh, isn't that sad? Is, okay, I mean, yeah. Well, okay. All right. Okay, I lied. She, uh, I don't know if, I think she does act in it, but she directs, directed this movie as well. It is called Medusa's Ankles. <laughs> I know, I'm picturing weird. ankles with snakes growing out I'm of them. sorry. I did not mean to laugh. It's, it's just adap- so weird. It's adapted from a short story by A.S. Byatt and is set entirely in a hairdresser's. It stars Carrie Fox as a woman disconcerted by the signs of aging, particularly her graying hair, which she's determined to keep natural, and Jason Isaacs as a charismatic bullying hairdresser with whom she has a fraught, fractious relationship. The 20-minute film is showing over three days in the salon, which will be open for normal hairdressing operation throughout. Huh. Interesting. I love me some Jason It's Isaacs. interesting. Um, I don't think that She's in it. She just directed it. Well, go her. Yeah. Doing things. So, yeah, I think that she has said that she is done acting and she just wants to be behind the scenes. Does she do anything after Potter? Not acting wise that I know of. No. But she, um, she edits and she directs. But I know that, like, she's posted stuff on (laughs) what? Sarah, she looked at me, licked her lips, and clenched her teeth, and it was really weird. <laughs> oh, I thought the ears were laughing at me. No, like, she was like this. <laughs> 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 I don't know what it means. It 
it says here, um, so Bonnie is 27. What? She finished the series eight years ago in 2010 and has opted to develop a career largely behind the camera, directing short films, shooting music videos and art projects, and recently branching out into commercials. Who makes music videos? People still make music videos? And yes. where do they play? On YouTube. YouTube. Vivo. I... Love a good music video. But why? Oh my gosh. Sometimes seriously, it gets me into a, it's like, like music. Seriously, watch. I know that you're going to laugh at me, but Taylor watch Swift. Taylor Swift's music video for Delicate. So good. It's great. Why? What makes it good? Because uh, it's she, Taylor Swift. She okay. basically, like, the whole concept of the video is that she gets to be herself because suddenly she becomes invisible so she like does her crazy bizarre dancing and like makes ridiculous faces in the mirror and like just the fact that this like multi-million dollar girl who writes music um was able to put out a music video and felt confident enough in herself to make the faces that she makes in that video, dance the way that she does in that video, not give a bleep about what people say (laughs) about what she does in it. Because like she doesn't, she doesn't dance good in it. She makes dumb faces and it's like, she basically just put the message out. Like who cares? Just be yourself. Do you do you? And it is, and like, I just, I don't know. I, I love it. Everybody knows I love her. So. I'll say this Swizzle. in defense of music videos. I like, if the song has a, like, I have a, I have a vision in my head of like what it's going to look like. And then it's a little mini movie. I enjoy a good music See, video. See, I just. And a I lot of times, sometimes like the music video will come out and I'll watch it so many times and I'm like, I need to have this song in my life. Like obsessed yeah. with it. I guess. Same visually. I just haven't watched them in years. Like literally. Like since TRL, m- well, no, well, no, because <laughs> Marty, Marty, and I would watch them in college. Like when we would like wake up, we'd just like throw on like CMT or something, and it'd just be on. But like literally since then, and what was that? Like almost ten years ago, I guess I just thought it was something that kind of like faded out. I love mm. a good music, but no, video. it's still a thing. People yeah. are doing this with every single. Nah, most mm. people I think have them. Most people do, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran really? has videos out for like all, oh, a yeah, lot of he does. People, That's how I first heard of it. So, fun Harry Potter fact. I um, The reason I started video. listening to Ed Sheeran was because my cousin years ago was like, you need to listen to this. Pulled up the music video for Lego House. And because, you know, they're both white men with red hair, they say that Ed Sheeran and um, Rupert Grant look alike and they get confused with each other. So they have, like, it's Rupert Grint in the music video. Like, it's him until, like, the end. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, you need to see it because I know you love Harry Potter. And, alas, my love, born, my love was born for Charlie. Ed Sheeran. I freak, it's you a know, good, it's everyone a good knows I f- love him. Went to Columbus to see him because I'm voice. obsessed with him. He's got a good voice. So, anyway, back to Potter. That was Harry Potter related. Rupert Grint was in it. Um, unlike unlike her fellow Potter alumni, Wright has only taken a few acting jobs since, opting instead to study filmmaking at the London College of Communication and setting up her own production company in 2012. Cool. A businesswoman. I'm pretty sure that she lives in L.A., though, now. She's a businesswoman. But businesswoman. <laughs> Doing business stuff. She's a businesswoman. You're so weird. <laughs> I just love you. <laughs> I don't love you back. Okay, well. You know, you can't win them all. Um, Yeah, that's... uh, It's time. She's active with stuff, though, right? She's super, like... um, Uh, What am I trying to say? Like Emma Watson stuff. 
Yeah, uh, feminist. She's definitely a feminist. She um, liberal. No, but like she's very active about. Not an she's activist, an activist, but, but no, but it, I mean vocal, that's a good word. You know, Outspoken. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. She is like super about recycling and like using less plastic and well you know what's cool though is like her so bonnie wright emma watson um ivana lynch is that her Mm -hmm. name Mm -hmm. they're all like very vocal i had to stop following ivana lynch i'm sorry when she she does all that animal stuff like i know it's for a good reason because she's vegan Mm -hmm. yeah she has podcasts she posts posts a bunch of stuff called chick peeps a little a little too graphic for me. Mm. I Does she? I, yeah, I had to oh, follow her. I mostly, I feel like she mostly posts pictures of her cat. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I, those I are the ones I pay attention cats. to. No, but it's, it's kidding, cool I don't that, cats. like, you know, first of all, they're all these great women. And they're all, they have... Strong Potter women. Yes, and they come yeah. from, like, such um, a, div, like... A huge fandom where Katie a Leung lot of people too. are following them. Who? Mm-hmm. And they Katie have Leung, the, yeah, um, Cho Chang, Cho Chang, and they have um, such um, a, a platform where they're able to yeah. like talk about these important topics, and they're not like shy. I can't reach. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, to- I, I totally agree, and I yeah. Because but Bonnie, like Bonnie is extra, um, extra, extra vocal on social. Actually. She uh, responded to me once on Twitter because I agreed with something she said, and she was getting a bunch of flack from it from other people, and I was like, people? God, people on the internet like to say a bunch of stuff. I have to say, so like, in our Facebook group and everything, I'm very, um, I take myself out of situations whenever like people are arguing about stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a very argumentative person, yeah, don't and I have say. to say, <laughs> this group has helped me to do that less. Because, yeah, because I, after a certain period in history recently, I was very active on the social medias and I was very argumentative and um, I don't do it anymore. And it feels good. good. Not because, you know, I do what I want in other ways that I think are more useful than Facebook arguing. Amen, sister. Yeah. I have decided that it's not worth it because people don't change their opinions on Facebook. Facebook stick. Yeah. yeah. So, congrats to Bonnie Wright on directing yeah. a fun little movie uh, that is like out until, well, I guess May 26th, which is really soon. Is that? That's, that'll be tomorrow. after this episode. Tomorrow. Well, who knows? Like, that's just when it's airing now, but like, that's the beginning of it. So maybe it'll come for us to see somehow, whether it be Netflix or mm-hmm. YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Hopefully mm-hmm. we get the opportunity to watch it because I'd like to see it. And she posts all the time on her social media about her directing like projects she has going on and it's very interesting. I like her on social media. I don't follow her on anything. I met her. Cool. Side note. Yes, I ma'am. Like she did not care what I had to say. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, really? I hate Ginny. No, I was just like... She just wasn't very talkative. She just was not talkative. I like tried to start up a conversation with her at Steel City Con in Pittsburgh and like was really nice and just went up and, you know, trying to talk some Potter and she just didn't care. Really? I was like, oh. She doesn't okay. seem super talkative. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that's She's just me better. getting the impression she actually, from the I, So I will say... And this side note, but it does have to do with Potter because it's funny, right? Um, I met her at Steel City Con, 
And before that, we had seen her at the celebration of Harry Potter, and she came for her first time the year that Rupert Grint was there. And she just was not very good at, like, the interviews that they had going on, like, the Q&As when people would ask questions. She just, like, didn't... She wasn't engaging. Yeah, she didn't engage with the people very well. She didn't really think through her answers. She was very, like, short with her answers, like, didn't want to, like, give a lot. And she was a little bit better at Steel City Con because that was, like, a couple months later. And then she came to the celebration this past year, and she was amazing. Like, different person. I was like, Hmm. I can tell that you've done the con round. Well... And I think she just got used to it. That, or maybe she was going through something, you know? Yeah. Possibly. I think I think part of it was she just wasn't comfortable in Not that her. type of role yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, answering people's questions, trying to figure out what she can or can't say. And, like, she got to be around a lot of other Potter alum who had done that. So she probably learned from them, too. Like, mm-hmm. Jason Isaacs and Tom Felton. Um Rupert doesn't really do that at all. He he was Matthew not, Lewis. He Matthew should, Lewis for sure. He Rupert does Grant should come to the celebration of Harry Potter, and I'm probably going to be there. And then he can meet me, and he can marry me. Okay, thanks. I um, I don't know. I believe I know he I'm is single. Single. Actually, this can go part of the weekly profit. I was looking up just like, oh, what is Rupert Grant doing nowadays? <laughs> because Nothing. why not? He and his dad own a real estate like agency in England and he like owns a bunch of buildings and rents out. That's yeah. a good way to I was like, can he be my landlord? <laughs> can he be my boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So I'm props to him. Rupert Dayton. Single. I like Harry Potter. I love a good redhead. And he loves Harry Potter. I mean he was a huge fan before he I'll got I'll make role. you anything you want to eat. I'm a good cook. I think he likes food like Ron. He reminds me just a lot of Ron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they cast him perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. He's falling asleep in her chair. Like I know, we rolling. need to. Well, she better not, because... So your club has hiccups. And oh. Because it's cute. But it's time for the recap. Thank you. Welcome. So Harry has to study magic by night because the Dursleys locked up all of his school things and he had to go and steal some back so he could actually get some of his holiday work done. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous? Ridiculous. <laughs> Our little Harry's growing up because he's a teenager now. He is. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he gets his first ever birthday presents from Ron, Herm, and Hag. And for the first time in his <laughs> life, he's that. actually glad it's his birthday. <laughs> I just want to say one thing about him. He had to wait... 13 years. I'm not waiting. 13 years of it before I got a birthday present. Have you guys seen... This is totally not related at all, but it is related to 13. There's, like, that meme going around where it's, like... Uh, kids today who are turning 13. Oh, yeah. yes. Like a cute girl and she's got yeah. like balloons. Yeah. And then it's like me when I turn 13 and it's, it's like, like a some, bowling alley. some trash dress looking 90s kid in a bowling alley <laughs> bending over backwards like an idiot. Like, like that like, legit that was, was me. <laughs> yep. That was that me. That was us except yep. that was a pizza hut. Yeah. <laughs> I did Did bowling. anybody have a birthday party at DZ? No, no, but I went to DZ yes. and the rolly slide uh-huh. pinched my legs. <gasps> oh no, that was my favorite part. I'm oh, so I sorry. Hated it. What's, what's DZ? Discovery, Discovery Zone. Zone. Oh no. <laughs> what? 
I went there when uh, Men in Black was in the laser tag. It was. Yeah, it was like a little. It was more than Chuck E. Cheese. Shout out to Andy. Hashtag only child. (laughs) So I got to go all the time. Spoiler. I don't don't think I've ever been to Discovery. I went once. They don't don't have them anymore, right? Mm -mm. I don't think so. All right. right. Tis the morning of Harry's (laughs) birthday, and he's given a horrible present from the Dursleys. A week with Aunt Marge. <laughs> Trying to stay on his best behavior so he can get his permission slip signed, Harry makes it through to her last day with them. At the last dinner, things blow up in their faces, <laughs> and Harry leaves the house, permission slip unsigned, and his trunk full, intent not to go back with the Dursleys. I don't blame him. Your summaries <laughs> are getting really entertaining, mm-hmm. I will say. I will say. I do try. Do you? I do. I like you tried them. a lot of things, particularly what's what happening with you right now. <laughs> You're a talent, my dear. All right. So um, Harry came down to find all three Dursleys at breakfast. How nice. Oh. A lovely uh, family scene here, guys. Mm-hmm. Paints a beautiful picture, it? Doesn't does. It? Let's dive into this picture a little more. So they were watching TV. A beautiful welcome home present for the summer. For Dudley. Dudley. Because, you guys, he had been complaining about how long the walk was from the fridge to the TV in the living room. So now he pretty much lives in the kitchen. I mean, like... Heart attack. Honestly, like, that is just so unhealthy. I have a lot of feelings about this. And and the fact that they, like, give in to this. Oh, it's just abuse on all levels yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and like i know that they clearly don't see it as that but like no 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 they don't so rolling does a lot of descriptions for her characters and sometimes i think some people don't take it in the way that she intends it to come across and i'm and what i mean by that is um with how she describes dudley and how she describes Aunt Marge and Vernon physically. They're larger Mm -hmm. people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think she goes over the top so far with her descriptions because she needs you to know that this is wildly unhealthy. Yeah. And not normal. And the way that they treat Dudley, and I say it's abuse because it it is. It's, It's on a physical level. His health and how large he is it's not, he's not a big bone kid. Yes, Vernon's a big guy, but he doesn't have to be like this, especially later on when he's boxing. That's a lot of physical is, effort. Mm-hmm. Is it fourth, the fourth or fifth book that he goes on a diet? I think it's the fourth. Where he like hates the lettuce and stuff, where he's Megan. <laughs> I remember, where he gets a, a le- slice a lettuce, of grapefruit. Lettuce line, and then it's like. a slice of grapefruit where he's like just so annoyed that that's his breakfast and that's not even a healthy breakfast like right. that's not even good either <laughs> i just have a lot of problems did he it. sprinkle sugar on it probably. probably not anyways i bet he wanted to so it says that his five double bell chins were wobbling as he ate continually Oof. so not healthy so all i see is this kid who's probably taking like hardly any breaks throughout the day to stop eating. Yeah. And he's just sitting. He just watches TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really just... Ugh. If he does move, he's just going to another room with and another the thing, TV. The thing with kids is they naturally want to get up and move and run and play. And you can't hold them down. Like, 
And so, I don't know. I just I have so many problems with this. Yes. So I'm gonna move on. We could do a, we could do a whole Felix file about Dudley. Dudley's child Health. abuse. Yes. Okay. So the Dursleys have been ignoring Harry, and uh, Harry really didn't care. And so on this nice new TV, we hear some of the news. And this is just a little snippet because there is a report on an escaped convict. What? Is it Sirius Black? Funny. Spoilers. Actually. Yeah, it is. No. (laughs) It's Regulus. What? <laughs> Plot twist. Get that off your face. <laughs> I can't look at you anymore. He's dead. True hmm. that. <laughs> oh, boy. The public is warned that Black is armed and dangerous. A special hotline has been set up, and any sighting of Black should be reported immediately. Well, nobody dinged the color. We can't do that every time, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do that every time. We're serious. Um, so Vernon's like, no need to tell us. He's no good. Look at the state of him. Filthy layabout. Look at his hair. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's looking at Harry because Harry's got crazy hair, too. And, you know. Yeah, but his hair, like, when you, at the end of the book, his hair's donned with elbows. I just envision, like, can't you just have someone come in and cut their hair while they're imprisoned? Mm. Two things. Sure. So, so judgmental mm-hmm. oh yeah and ridiculously privileged and i just can't handle them in these situations that's vernon mm-hmm. i know <laughs> that is vernon and petunia and i just the Ver- it makes me so mad vernon man yeah but like straight up vernon vernon um. vernon vernon, vernon. <laughs> you're so weird so um later on at this breakfast table harry finds with great regret that aunt marge will be coming to stay for a week yay marge the best news of the day seriously though so he has like this there's like this whole sequence that she puts in here about um aunt marge and aunt marge lives in the country in a house with um a large garden where she breeds bulldogs. Um, I like bulldogs, so they're cute. I feel bad. I like for those French bulldogs, bulldogs. Frenchies with their little adorable. ears. Yeah, the little bat ears. I like all bulldogs, but just like Frenchies are oh, so cute. I think bulldogs when they're puppies are so oh. fat and wrinkly. Oh my gosh, the wrinkles kill me. I just want to smooch them up. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> So, <laughs> are you laughing at me? Not at you, just in general. You have a circle on your forehead, so. But don't call me a circle head. <laughs> okay, so this is like a little flashback that Harry has because I think that she she is like um, a trigger for him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Probably PTSD, man. Yeah. She ain't nice. Some bad memories with her. Honestly, this, this, but this, what I'm about to read, I mean, and you all should have read it because you should have read the chapter. Um, I didn't. I but didn't. like, it, it's a, it's a moment that has clearly stayed with him. And it says each of her visits stood out horribly vividly mm. in Harry's mind. So at Dudley's fifth birthday party, Aunt Marge had whacked Harry around the shins with her walking stick to stop him from beating Dudley at musical statues. Musical statues is a funny name. 
I bet instead of like sitting in a chair, like you set the freeze. Chairs, yeah. Well, well, then how would you take them away? I would think that Good it's question. just musical chairs, but they call it musical statues. Hmm. Maybe. Let us know. Yeah, please yeah, let, let us me know. know. Um, a few years later, she had turned up at Christmas with a computerized robot for Dudley and a box of dog biscuits for Harry. You know what? I've Why eaten a dog biscuit before and they're not bad. Have you really? <laughs> milk bones. But like, what? You ate a milk bone out I of I tried all, a milk bone. Out of all the dog treats you could eat, you tried those? Well, that's all we yeah. gave my dog when I was little. They got like jerky and stuff. Do you want to know what Megan did with her cats? Not with her cats. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not right now. <laughs> okay, well, I'll reading. All right. Here we go. Ew. Dog treats. It's good. It was kind of weird. Why did you eat them? May I ask? I just really wanted to know yeah, what well we fed my it. dog. All well, the what time. did it taste like? Compare it to something. Uh, Don't say a dog treat. <laughs> it tasted like a beefy cookie. Ooh. Yeah, it was gross. Ooh. A beef cookie. Yeah. Like, but the consistency of like a really dry cracker. Yeah. But like hard. Yeah. And meaty. So like you shouldn't have ate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, I've eaten Something worse bad. things. I have eaten worse things. What's worse than a dog biscuit? Anything that lives in the corn ocean. dogs. Get out, Katie. Dude, I hate she's corn so dogs. weird. I, I don't like corn dogs either. Thank what? You. Hate them. Thank you. Hate Disgusting. Them. More for me. Good. I Eat them all. Whenever we ate them, is like oh, when corn dogs are great. When I was a kid and we'd have them for dinner, I'd peel the whole corn dog thing off and just eat the dog. You don't no, like that? Do you like cornbread? Like, yes. I hate cornbread. I love cornbread. I love hot dogs. Two together, do it's not a marriage. Like no. What was no. that time you ate one? She tried one when we were in Disneyland. Yeah, so she took a bite. A I'll tell you off. what I could do right now. I could probably found, found pound 10 corn dogs Blah. and not even think twice. No. I want a hot dog so just, bad because so I can't have one. about them that yeah. are just... Ugh. Seriously, the thought like makes me a little nauseous. Yeah. Ugh. Put a poll out. I want to know. Corn dogs, yay. <laughs> corn dogs, Do nay. you really love corn dogs? I was about to do How it, do but we my know phone is... If you actually enjoy them. streamed. All right, maybe I should finish reading this little yeah. snippet here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, on her last visit, the year before Harry started at Hogwarts, Harry had accidentally trodden on the tail of her favorite dog, Ripper. A, how they talk the tails of bulldogs. You'd have to be stepping virtually on that dog's butt. Maybe she doesn't cut them. Really? Mm. I don't know. She seems the type that would like, I know, yeah, like, she do does. that, though, because yeah. she's breeding them, you yeah. know? Oh, like whenever people cut the ears on the doggies. Oh, I, so don't like, yeah, I don't, I don't like, like that. Ears. I don't like that at all. Our boxers always had floppy ones. Because that's cuter. They're babies. And that's natural. I don't know why people thought that they should. But, you know, so I have one question. Does he reminisce about three times that uh, Aunt Marge came to visit? Well, I would say so. Hmm. All right. Ripper had Three times in the third book. Sorry. Harry out into the garden and up a tree and Aunt Marge had refused to call him off until past midnight. The memory of this incident still brought tears of laughter to Dudley's eyes. God, they're so mean. It's just, it's not funny. I believe that's the memory that comes up in book five. <sighs> when Snape is inside Harry's head. I think that's something that comes up. Hmm. Think bulldog. about how traumatizing that is. Yeah. yeah that's I scary. mean, that's... I. I just hate the Dursleys so Ugh, much. They're just the worst. I wonder what the happened dirtlies. to Marge. That was horrible. I'm sorry. Hopefully. As we, in just a bad joke. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm sorry. We're I pouring out. one out for her. You didn't miss it. But anything. not because she's not worth the alcohol. 
Oh, Marge. Marge. She died? I was saying what happened to her. I'm saying hopefully. She got a death date on Pottermore. (laughs) (laughs) Can you look her up on Pottermore? Maybe maybe her bulldogs ate her. (gasps) I bet they would. (laughs) Ripper. That's very morbid. Ripper in half. Hey. Oh. So Marge is going to be there for a week, and then Vernon gets to... um, threatening Harry and laying down some ground rules. Rule number one, keep a civil tongue. There's no death date. Rule number two, no funny stuff. No funny business. And rule number three, Harry must say that he attends St. Brutus's Secure Center for Incurably Criminal Boys. How many rules? Three. A one. A two. two. There there used to be a place in this area that was like kind of similar to that school. Like a you know kinda. And it's called the Jones home. Oh. And my aunt would always use it as like a threat against my cousins, like, if you're not good, I'm gonna take you to the Jones home. And then as soon as they heard that, they would like be good immediately. My parents would tell us that I just don't my mom specifically. I just don't remember what it was called. Makes me think of Jones town. (laughs) They would just say it and then all of a sudden, of course, they're like little angels. (laughs) Dang, guys. Basically they would pick on me because I was the baby of the whole family. Yeah. And then they would get yelled at. I'm sorry. That's not funny. (laughs) Um, So Harry sat there white-faced in fury. The news of Aunt Marge was pretty much the worst birthday present from the Dursleys that he had ever gotten, and that includes Vernon's old socks. Old socks. Yeah. What a joke. Before Vernon heads off to pick up Marge, though, Harry stops him and tells him about what third year's are able to do at Hogwarts and that he needs permission. And so I wanted to read this because this is another one of our um, glimpses into the more sassy of Harry's. I love sassy Harry. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Sassy Harry. So here we go. That's why I like Order of the Phoenix a lot. Oh, (laughs) he is moody. I need you to sign the permission form, said Harry in a rush. And why should I do that? Sneered Uncle Vernon. Well, said Harry, choosing his words carefully. It'll be hard work pretending to Aunt Marge that I go to St. What's-its. St. <laughs> Brutus's secure center for incurably criminal boys, bellowed Uncle Vernon. And Harry was pleased to hear a definite tone of panic in Uncle Vernon's voice. Exactly, said Harry, looking calmly up into Uncle Vernon's large purple I give up. (laughs) Purple face. It's a lot to remember. I'll have to make it sound convincing, convincing, won't I? What if I accidentally let something slip? You'll get the stuffing knocked out of you, won't you? Roared Uncle Vernon, advancing on Harry with his fist raised. With his fist raised. That's not cool. I'm sorry I got really loud in my mic, guys, but like, really, you gonna punch him? It's not right. But Harry stood his ground. Knocking the stuffing out of me won't make Aunt Marge forget what I could tell her, he said grimly. (laughs) Uncle Vernon stopped, his fist still raised, his face an ugly puce. Puce. But if you sign my permission form, Harry went on quickly, I swear I'll remember where I'm supposed to go to school, and I'll act like a mug, like I'm normal and everything. (laughs) And so Vernon agrees. 
He's not happy about it, but he accepts this deal. I wish that Harry would have like been like, well, I'm not going to do it unless you sign it right now. Yeah. I would have. Oh. I would have argued. This is, there. The, yeah. this is just. This is just another version of why didn't he pick up a letter off the floor? I know, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like he has to know what Vernon's going to pull, even if like he yeah. didn't leave, like he does coming up. It, he has to know that Vernon will probably pull something, and I, I don't would just. Know. I don't know. I oh. feel like Harry has too much faith in people. Yes. But that, you know, yeah, that's a Gryffindor well. trait. He thinks mm-hmm. with his heart and not with his head. And we've said that multiple times. But I think that at this moment, at least me as a Slytherin, I would have been like, if you don't sign this right now, I'm never going to remember St. whatever it is that know. I'm supposed I to I agree go. with Megan 100%. What do you think, I would have made him sign it. Lightning bolt this. Do you think had everything gone according to plan... Would Vernon have signed it? Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline, and it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com dot com slash today today you probably would have i kind well, of feel like you we would have but i'm saying i would have made him sign it right then and there be like well, i don't no, think unless you said it i'm gonna okay. forget i wouldn't have taken that chance is what i'm saying so so mm, do you I think agree. he would have signed it had everything went fine no i don't and you say no i think he would 
Oh, you think he would? Yeah. Okay. What about I think you? he would if everything went fine, but I, at the same time, I wouldn't have given him that option. I would have made him sign that it then and there. Because even if, Regardless. even if Harry hadn't lost, like if it hadn't worked out the way it did, I feel like Vernon like probably put him in situations to try On and purpose. make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or make something happen Definitely. so he wouldn't have to sign it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they're all about not pleasing Harry. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're also, he's more concerned with keeping that a secret. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, but I just... I don't trust Vernon. I don't think he would have pulled anything for any funny business to come out or anything about Hogwarts or magic or whatever to come out. I think he was trying to do his best to keep it completely Mm. hushed, especially when we see this when Marge gets drunk and starts going off on Harry's parents. He tries to send Harry upstairs so nothing happens. Yeah, that's true. So I think he would have signed it. I think he would have not Mm -hmm. liked to have signed it, but I think that um, I think he would have done it anyway. Now, how does this happen in the movie? Does he just tell him, like, is it just later? Is that all he says? I don't think they talk. Do they talk uh, about the permission? That's what I'm saying. Like, quick. I think he was just like, I don't remember. He goes to ask Vernon, and he's like, later. It's like right later, before, maybe, or something. Later, later yeah. perhaps, if you behave. Oh, yeah. right, right. Now That's I how remember they do it. it. Yeah. And then, okay. like, I think Marge comes in the door right then. Yeah. It, like, is a quick cut, and then she's there. Yeah. It's very See, quick. but when when he tells her to, like, shut up, shut up, and this is when the wine glass breaks in the movie, right? It's this not a wine glass, the, it's a brandy glass. Whatever. Gosh. It's a different type of glass. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> when the glass breaks. <laughs> now I lost my thought. I'm Gosh sorry. darn it. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story about the glass? No. Yes. Um, there's a store by my house. Well, it's like 20 minutes away called Old Time Pottery. This is back when my grandma Hagen was so alive. I'm, I'm at the store with my mom and my grandma. And this place has like all types of stuff imaginable. But they also have like a giant brandy glass. More for decoration than for drinking purposes. Because you could fit several bottles of it in order to like make it look like a, you know, like if Haggard was drinking it kind of thing. <laughs> so I pulled it off the shelf and I turned to my grandma. I'm like, just a little bit of brandy. Brandy. She thought it was really funny, but she also didn't get the Harry Potter reference. <laughs> yeah, I completely don't remember what I was going to say. So we'll Sorry. Just move on. That's okay. Marge, she's in charge. Yes. And uh, Marge. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely, I would have made him sign it right yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, it would have been more prudent, but uh, that's not part of the plot. Nope. <laughs> that's not what Jimmy wrote in the book, so it didn't happen like that. It's true. Um, <laughs> and so Harry knows that he's going to have to attempt to live like a muggle for the rest of the time while Marge is there. So he puts his school stuff away what so he commitment. doesn't have temptation. Mm-hmm. Huh? What a commitment. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though. But Just honestly, saying, yeah. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I, I'm serious, though. Like, I, I no, there's no way in heck that I would have taken all my stuff. And no, I would have been like, when I'm in my room, this is my space and I'm going to do what I want. I'm not, yeah. But, but think, again, that could just how be much it means to him. You know, I mean, it would mean a lot to me, too. But, you know, I'm going to get my way. <laughs> so I mean, not he's hairy. not putting it away. <laughs> he's not putting it away be, because the Dursley told him to. He's putting it away just to try to act put it away, quote unquote put it away, normal. Put it away, man. Trying to act like a yeah. And I would have been man. like, I'll be normal as soon as I step out of this room. But when I'm in my room, I'm gonna do what I want. But if you have it on your brain, I think it. I think he realized that would make it a lot more difficult mm-hmm. for him to, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. Yeah. So I think this was a. I also would have just forged the signature on the permissions. I bet you can, though. Magic. 
I don't know. I oh, feel no, like you I bet you. Them. I bet you can't. How would they know? I don't know. It's magic. <laughs> they have. Anti- How would they know? They have those anti-cheating quills yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. I bet they do something to the paper to make sure that it's your actual guardian. Yeah, but then why would you have? Why would you have a um, anti-magic quill? Whatever you just said. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> if you could enchant the paper. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know that they don't have anti-cheating parchment to. But like, to what make would be the point of having both? Like, that's overkill. Because yeah, but think about all the stuff might not we have. Be supplying. But the here's quill. the thing. Realistically, yeah. Say, yeah. People bring their Joe own Schmo forgets to, to get his permission slip signed. Right? Okay. <laughs> Like on a normal year at Hogwarts, sorry, all this I'm crazy not stuff sorry. Happening. You can't go. What I'm saying is, I I would have forged it. Yeah, I again. I, I bet it wouldn't let you. I bet because you get another pull going. Because Dear I forged many a permission slips in my high school days. You don't go to Hogwarts, <laughs> <laughs> and not because my parents wouldn't sign it, but just because like you I forgot. forgot. Yeah, I and I, I would like your, I know your type. I would like hurry up and go into the bathroom and like scribble my dad's name. Oh my God. <laughs> no. I got real good at signing I my never dad's forged name. Forged a thing. I also, though, because I was one of those people that, like, I felt guilty about doing it, but I did it. So I would, like, call my dad in the bathroom and be like, Dad, I'm forging your signature. So if they call because they're, like, suspicious, just be like, yeah, I signed it. And he's like, okay. That's a good dad. He's the bomb. I would always make sure I had all my things signed. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, So, like I said, he puts his school stuff away and he sends Hedwig to Ron. Um, which I bet, I mean, she wants to be with him, but I bet she enjoys her time there. Um, She's not in a cage. Yeah. yeah. And now Harry feels miserable. So did Hedwig go to Egypt? No, I think that no, she just went to Ron's house, like with Errol. Were they back mm. then though? I don't think so because they weren't back until they were gone for like a month. Yeah. They were like, they were gone until like they went to London, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. They were gone for a while. Okay. Well, I bet she's just living it up, eating mice. So, Marge arrives. Um, as she's, like, about to come in, like, they can hear the car. Aunt Petunia's, like, scolding Harry. Do something about your hair. But he doesn't even bother it. Be- doesn't even bother to try because, A, it won't change. Like, it's not going to look any better no matter how many times he touches it. And, B, m- he says that, Aunt Marge loves to complain about him and criticize him, so it'll just make her happy. True words. And then I wanted to read the description of Marge, because I thought that, you know, just like we talked about the description yep. of Dudley, it's a good one. It's it's supposed to be <laughs> rattling, I think. I mean, she makes it to where, you know, yep. it's it's intense. On the threshold stood Aunt Marge. She was very like Uncle Vernon. Large, beefy, and purple-faced. She even had a mustache, (laughs) though not as bushy as his. So gross. In one hand, she held an enormous suitcase, and tucked under the other was an old and evil-tempered bulldog. Evil-tempered. That is Ripper. Ripper! Don't you dare! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what was that about, by the way? Don't you dare what? Pull him off? 
Don't you dare like keep, I don't know. keep going up in the air because if the dog falls. I don't I know. I've never understood that I've line. I've never understood that line either in the movie. It That's confuses all I've me. gotten from it, but Cuz he's like, "Sorry." Like 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 I don't understand. Yeah. I think she just doesn't want Ripper to have any chance of getting hurt. Maybe. Cuz he's on his leg. I don't know. So, I thought that it would be uh funny to point out what she calls Dudley. Give it to me. You know, added to our list of nicknames for That's Dudley. Uh, we've got Dudders. Dudders. And Neffy Poo, <laughs> which just makes me want to vomit, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> Where's my little Neffy Poo? Like, uh, he's 13. Stop. He's a Neffy Poo. <laughs> Stop it right now. <laughs> um. So she also, as I said, has Ripper with her, and she immediately thrusts her suitcase into Harry's chest. Why on earth do they just like see him as a servant? Because he's less than it's, them. Like, really? That's what it reminds me of. And Harry, the house elf. And Seriously. does does Marge or does Petunia give Dudley twenty pounds? Oh, Petunia. Petunia. It's his parents. Okay. Okay. Because he I puts up positive. with Aunt Got Marge's it, got it. Oh, I thought Marge gave it. So he, you know, no, he's bribing her. They're paying him to like to be really nice to her, like to put up with he, it. Yeah, to put up with her. You know, shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. So he pulls out of um, the hug with Marge with a twenty, cre- a crisp twenty pound note in his hand. What's that in? Uh uh, I think that it's about like thirty. Yeah, it's about thirty bucks. Son of a biscuit. Yeah, that's a lot of money for a hug. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think that roughly, like an American would be like, "Here's twenty bucks, hug your aunt." I'm gonna like say it. he probably should have gotten more for putting up with nephew poo. Oh, honestly, he, he loves. Them. He's <laughs> half paying attention. So I I, I wanted to talk about. I wanted to just read the conversation that she has with um, Harry. Harry, Harry, Harry. So, she barked, still here, are you? (laughs) Yes, said Harry. Don't you say yes in that ungrateful tone. I just want to point out here that, like, this conversation is really good in the movie. Because it's pretty much word for word. Um, Aunt Marge growled. It's damn good of Vernon and Petunia to keep you. Wouldn't have done it myself. You'd have gone straight to an orphanage if you'd been dumped on my doorstep. Harry was bursting to say that he'd rather live in an orphanage than with the Dursleys, but the thought of the Hogsmeade form stopped him. He forced his face into a painful smile. (laughs) Don't you smirk at me, boomed Aunt Marge. I can see you haven't improved since I last saw you. I hoped school would knock some manners into you. She took a large gulp of tea, wiped her mustache, (laughs) and said, Where is it that you send him again, Vernon? St. Brutus's, said Uncle Vernon promptly. It's a first-rate institution for hopeless cases. Like, can you imagine somebody saying that about you? Is there a real place? I'm sure he just found it. Like, is there? Is that a real place? I, and like, real make it up? like real time life? No, well, real like time real time life. life in the book. Like, oh, for sure. I okay. Bet you, yeah. Um. So, okay. Let me continue. I see," said Aunt Marge. "Do they use the cane at St. Brutus's, mm-hmm. boy?" She barked across the table. <laughs> Uh, Uncle Vernon nodded curtly behind Aunt Marge's back. Yes, said Harry. Then feeling he might as well do the thing properly, he added, all the time. 
excellent, said Aunt Marge. I won't have this namby-pamby, wishy-washy nonsense about not hitting people who deserve it. A good thrashing is what's needed in 99 cases out of 10. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 Out of 100. Have you been beaten often? Oh, yeah, said Harry, loads of times. Aunt Marge narrowed her eyes. I still don't like your tone, boy, she said. If you can speak of your beatings in that casual way, they clearly aren't hitting you hard enough. Petunia, I'd write if I were you. Make it clear that you approve the use of extreme force in this boy's case. Shout out to Dan Radcliffe for saying, oh, yeah, loads of times. That little smirk on his face. <laughs> I know, he, he did is it so good. Sassy Harry. He really did. Um, so then after that conversation... Uh, Vernon kind of directs the conversation away from that. And then they talk about the escaped prisoner, a.k.a. Sirius Black. Sirius Black. Dun, dun, dun. Who? Who's that? Who that? Who that? Who that guy? Ooh, I want to add this. Um, so in our live feed, Beverly asks, maybe Marge gets meaner as she spends more time around Harry because he's a horcrux. Because she does tend to get like meaner the longer she's there. But... I like that. However, maybe she's like Umbridge where it really doesn't affect her because she really is just a horrible person. That's true, too, which I think is like but, people say like, oh, I wonder if it affected the Dursleys and that's why they're so mean to him. But I kind of view them a little bit like Umbridge where so, like it just didn't. I mean, they're just mean people. I think that they're mean and I think they take it. I think it goes further. Yeah. Because I he see is that. Like I maybe. think that like on a surface level. Yeah, they're not nice people, but it's just worse Right. It's made worse. worse. Yeah, even worse. Yeah. So Harry makes it all week pretending to be a muggle. Good for Harry. Gets to the last evening. Almost done. Aunt Petunia cooks this big fancy dinner. Uncle Vern uncorks (laughs) several bottles of wine. They get all the way through the soup and the salmon without a single mention of Harry's faults. (laughs) Uh, so then Vernon pulls out a bottle of brandy, offers it to Marge. I think this is kind of the undoing. because She's getting a little drunk. <sighs> a little. A little. She has to be one of those people that just, like, gets nasty when they get drunk, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nastier. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, hey. Dudley's eating his fourth slice of pie. Ugh. Fourth slice. I can eat four slices. What is it? I feel like what it's more than half a pie. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Like if you cut a pie in a certain way, that's the whole pie. What kind of pie? Yeah, is that's it? true. What kind of pie do you want? Lightning bolt, lemon meringue, pumpkin, um, apple or like apple crumble top, <gasps> cherry or French silk. Oh, I want to Mama Joe's. I want to change my answer. What? Pumpkin, Mm-mm. pumpkin with Cool Whip. Cool, cool Whip. whip. <laughs> You're eating hair. <laughs> So I also wanted to point out that Aunt Petunia is sipping coffee with her little finger out. She always has to try and impress Ooh, quick, quick note, quick Pinky note. Out. Libby interjects, are we sure Horcruxes would affect muggles? Because he doesn't seem to affect anyone else like that. Which is a fair point. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, but he, maybe it just makes horrible people worse. I don't know. But, possible. but like, dementors affect muggles, so they can't True. Yeah, that's true. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's a good question. I mean, think about when Ron put on the necklace, whatever. He's uh. always around them. But, like, it's a totally, like, it's... 
it's just a different horcrux. Ron has tendencies to, Mm -hmm. you see leading up to Deathly Hallows that Ron has those tendencies. But what about Hermione? I think it affected all of them. But it doesn't affect her nearly as much. Yeah, but they all have different personalities. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that Hermione internalizes a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. Ron doesn't. And she would get very short with them when she wore it, but she wouldn't necessarily be like mean like Ron would. Again, so do you think it brings out that worst quirk possibly? Because yeah. Ron complains and gets snippy about things, and it just made it. Yeah, I will say the jealousy. You know that. Just. Going back to this chapter, when she was like, "Oh, a bit more, a bit more." If you've seen that one episode of Friends where um, Joey's like eating everything and he wants a slice of pie, and he's like, "Just I need just a sliver or whatever," and he's like, "What are you doing? Come me a real piece. Like, <laughs> give me a whole slice of pie." Yeah. Petunia's like, you're not Petunia. Marge is like, I just want a little bit of brandy. No, you want an actual. She like, she wanted like a little over, more than an full overly cup. poured <laughs> glass of brandy. So Harry wants to <laughs> so, <laughs> disappear into his bedroom. Don't but disappear. Disappear. <laughs> Shout out to the maelstrom. Um, but Uncle People Vernon, who like Disney will get that. Sorry. <laughs> I like Disney and I don't get it. Disney World. Uncle Vernon gives him a look that tells him he's going to have to sit it out. But why? Probably because that um, Marge would think it's like disrespectful. He's probably respectful to stay at the table. Or but maybe Marge he's is, hoping something like he lashes yeah. out and then he doesn't have to sign the permission. Because Marge stuff. is getting a little, mm. little wasted. See, I just I, I don't, don't trust Vernon. Well, I don't trust him either. I don't but trust him as far as I could throw him. But no, but his history just <laughs> points. Can we exactly. ask our Can we ask our patrons who are here? Um, do y'all think that he was trying to get a reaction out of Harry because? He's just so determined to squash this out and to not be found out. I just, I just think it's a respect thing as far as yeah. saying. No, I can see totally see that. Like yeah. you can't leave the table until you're excused, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Because yeah. she, would, you know, she would have crap to say about that. Oh, yeah. Especially being, she, you know, what I bet you, hammered. like, she probably bullies. Vernon a little bit. Oh, guaranteed. So she's probably going to be like, you aren't, because you see it, like, oh, are they doing this and you're doing that and blah, blah, blah. So well, they don't beat him like, hard enough. And yeah, it's yeah, semi-bullying that she's like, you know, I never would have taken you in. Yeah. Is she older? I She think. strikes me as older than yeah. Vernon. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with that. also doesn't mean that she is. No, I feel like she sure. probably like... I feel like she is, but just because you're down. like, oh... She seems like the older sister. People think I'm older than my sister. Just I boss her around. Just saying. Because you nasty giggle about pants? it. <laughs> it doesn't say this. She doesn't wear she's pants. Sister. So I don't know. It Dear Joe, say that. Dear Joe, is that Pottermore. You're not even gonna list that. Come on, Pottermore. Get your stuff know, together. I need to write them. Like, honestly, sometimes some of their information just sucks. I want more, Potter, more. Well, this one, her file fact says, Marge Dursley, skills, breeding bulldogs, (laughs) hobbies, bullying Harry Potter, spending time with Colonel Fabuster. Drinking brandy. Breaking glasses. I don't know. know. Are they answering us? If not, you can just move on. Um, So Marge mentions that she likes to see a healthy-sized boy, meaning Mm -hmm. Dudley, Mm -hmm. and that he would be a proper-sized man. Now, this one here, she looks at Harry, who feels his stomach clench, and his whole thing the whole week is thinking about that do-it-yourself yeah. uh, broom care handbook. Mm-hmm. So he quickly thinks of that. Just focus on that. Don't pay attention to her. 
Um, she says he has a mean, runty look about him, and that you get that with dogs. Comparing him to a dog. Yeah, so here's Harry sitting here having to take her scrutiny. Whatever. Like, realistically, what did he ever do to her besides just existing? Nothing. That's it. Literally mm-hmm. nothing. Breathing the air around her. You know, and you get... This is not too far-fetched from people in real life. Some people, and I don't know what they go through that, that you know, makes them this way, but they're just... Mean. Nasty mean. Yeah. For, for no apparent reason. Right. There's always a rooted reason. Mm-hmm. But, like... I it's not obvious. I literally cannot understand people like this. I can't. Nope. And if you're like that, please seek help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like he didn't, he's done nothing. Literally nothing. Realistically, he's done nothing to the Dursleys. Like, no, it's not his parents. It's It's not not his 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 parents died. Like, He's not some but horrible Petunia, kid. like, it's blames like, it on Lily and then in turn blames it on Harry, I Doesn't think. make it right. Oh, I know. Like, it's not like he's Draco Malfoy in this house. the Dursleys, but. I just don't get how Petunia can do what she did, especially after reading Dumbledore's letter. Well. I don't understand. She just. But I, I don't, I, I want to refuse to believe that there are people in this world that are just horrible. Yeah. Like, I want there to be light and good and everyone and I'm trying to find it in her and every time we go back to her I can't find it. Well, yeah. What does Sirius say? We all have light and dark in us. But it's where's her light? She, she doesn't act on it. So yeah. even if she does have light, she chooses dark. Yeah. Which is she terrible. She thinks it's light enough that she's letting him stay in her house. Yeah. <laughs> Feeding him enough yeah. that he's not dead. Yeah. I can't, you guys. I know. And being pregnant and thinking about how Harry was one and going to her, I know for a fact that she was horrible to him, even when he was an infant. I know we've brought it up like a million times. And like, times. thank like, God, Harry I'm sorry, out I'm the stretching all the way into this, but it no, like it- as we're going on and I'm seeing this, Marge is so terrible. She's worse than Vernon and Petunia, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Um, I. Cause she like I feel like she would I feel like she would have killed Harry, or she like left, left him. him. Yeah. She like what do they do? Or, or she probably she said she drowns him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or she would have dropped him off the orphanage, like she said before. If she wouldn't have, but like you said, tried to kill him. I don't think that. I think something would have happened, but whatever. Like you said, she drowns the dogs. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be terribly far fetched of her to do that. Agreed. Which is unfortunate. It's firing me up. But like in real life, it happens in real life. Where like people abandon babies like in the middle of they nowhere. They do, they do, and I don't understand it. I don't understand like as a human being how you can do that. But I don't like, get does it. that go back to like something mental illness? Yeah, she have a mental illness where right. she can't, or she just understand. a horrible person. But like, like, are people really? Like, are there really people like that? Yeah, she's the older are. sister of Vernon. I win. I think there really are people like that. That they're just. Do you? There's people that just I don't want to believe that. I, I think that, unfortunately, I think it's true. I, really? I agree with that. You know, really, yeah, it's sad. But I mean, like, there's seven billion people on the, in this planet. There's people that just don't have morals. Mm-hmm. So you don't uh, think there's? Don't care. You yeah. think they're just normal? They don't care about other people. And they're people. just bad. They're they're they just care about themselves and. 
what's but, best for them. But the way that the they thing get is, there. You cannot, you cannot use normal because that's a very relative yeah, term. Like, right. Normal is different yeah. for everyone. Okay. Right. It's, it's a lot to talk about. It is. And it just, it, it's, it's sad. It hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bev says that she thinks that she's just enabled by those around her. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't help. Mm, everybody probably gives in to her. Yeah. As Tiffany and Sarah said, she did have a, her neighbor drown one of her bulldogs because yeah. he was ratty, weak, and underbred. So freaking sad. So Harry's trying desperately to remember page 12. <laughs> <sighs> Give her the spell. No, it's okay. It's, Give, no, it's, it's, it's probably not just the bell. It's Katie. Of his Are book. You, you're too close to it. You're yeah, like maybe. I need this. like. Yeah, you're, you're way too close to it. Here, so <laughs> we'll find out. So Aunt Marge goes on about how how it all comes down to to uh, blood. Bad blood will bad out. Bad blood will out. Petunia's sister was a bad egg. She ran off with a wastrel. The result was right in front of them. Harry's sitting right here. If there's something wrong with the mom. <laughs> <laughs> good edit. Good edit. <laughs> then there's something wrong with the pup. So Harry, I remember watching that and being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I read it in the book. I read it in the book. <laughs> Harry has a funny ringing in his ears. 13. The poor kid has to have this rage that, I mean, no kid should be talked about like I this. I would also have this yeah. rage. Oh, I would have rage. Yeah, don't talk about my parents like that. Okay, yeah. Bye. He's trying to remember like, his she book. She doesn't even know them. No. no. Who really knows them? Nobody in that room. Right. Not even Harry. So Marge asks what Harry's dad did for a living, and Uncle Vernon, of course, lies and said nothing. He was unemployed. And well, Marge, that's not really a lie. But I was gonna say, was he like, what did he do? After he school? he didn't. They but they worked. Realistically, they worked for the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, and then like soon they had to go into hiding. That's not unemployed. He was doing stuff. Sure, but he wasn't paid. He just lived off of wealth. <laughs> but he wasn't. You know, he a good for nothing a, lazy scrounger. Right. Which is what Marge describes him as. Right. And Harry can't take it anymore. He says he was not. And that's when Uncle Vernon <laughs> steps in. More brandy! <laughs> you boy. Yeah, let's get her more drunk. Yeah. Go to bed. Go on. But Aunt Marge isn't having it. She makes him stay there. Go on, boy. Go on. Proud of your parents, are you? They go and get themselves killed in a car crash. Drunk, I expect. And Harry explodes. They didn't die in a car crash. And she calls him a liar, of course, because that's the story she knows. Starts calling him ungrateful. Oh, but something happens. So before we get into that, (laughs) there's an article on um, Pottermore that's about Marge. So I figured since we were talking about her. Can you copy paste that? I am doing it as we speak. Thanks, ma'am. So it's called... Marge Dursley. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so it's Marjorie Eileen Dursley is the older sister of Vernon Dursley. Although no blood relation of Harry Potter, he has been taught to call her Aunt Marge. Respect. Marge is a large and unpleasant woman whose main interest in life is breeding bulldogs. She believes in corporal punishment and plain speaking, which is what she calls being offensive. Is what? Yeah. What she calls being offensive. Margaret it's not, not what that says. Marge is secretly in love with a neighbor called Colonel Fubuster. I figured they were... Fubster, uh, who looks after her dogs when she is away. He will never marry her due to her truly horrible personality. Oh. Hmm. 
This unrequited passion fuels a lot of her nasty behavior Mm. to other people. Maybe because he actually likes her dogs, just not her. That's true. Except he drowned one. That's true. Maybe he, I don't know. Katie, people suck. (laughs) (laughs) So Marge dotes on Dudley, her only nephew. She does not know that Harry Potter, who lives with her relatives, is a wizard. She believes him to be the offspring of two unemployed layabouts who dumped their son and their hardworking relatives, Vernon and Petunia. The latter, who are terrified of the prejudice and outspoken Marge finding out the truth, have fostered this impression over many years. When Harry becomes angry with Aunt Marge, who has been insulting his parents and loses control over his magical abilities, she's blown up like a barrage balloon. Um, Two members of the accidental magic reversal squad must be dispatched from the Ministry of Magic to deal with this incident, modifying Aunt Marge's memory. From that time forward, the Dursleys do not invite Marge to stay while Harry is in residence and he never sees her again. So, hey, it's a blessing in disguise. (laughs) And so then at the end of this article has J.K. Rowling's thoughts. She's like, I regret making Aunt Marge a breeder of bulldogs, as I now know them to be a non-aggressive breed. My sister owns one, and he's the most lovable, affectionate dog you could hope to meet. On the other hand, they do look grumpy, and on appearance alone, seem to suit Aunt Marge. So she, did she, I wonder if she originally picked it because she thought it was, like, mean. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. They're Our, just they're around just us. They like would pick uh, little piggy dogs, pitbulls. <laughs> they would wrong about pitbulls, but no, we spe- love itty specifically bitty in Cleveland. People, not people Cleveland, like, like Lake would have issues. People with like hate them. Yeah, this well, girl I that I went to hair school with has the cutest dog. His name is Blue, and she throws him birthday parties. And he's a pitbull. A, he's gorgeous. B, he's they're just, just big teddy oh my bears, god, he's man. so cute. It's all I about love, how they're I raised. Love pit bulls. It's all about how they're raised. Itty There's, bitty pitties. I yeah. saw an article about the first pit bull um, canine officer. Aww. Oh, I saw that. They should be doing that. That would be. The they would the be a great breed for that. I know. AF. They're all yeah. muscle. That's all yeah. they are. All muscle. All right. So the lovely Marge is screaming about how his parents died in a car accident. <sighs> he calls Harry. He. She calls Harry a nasty little liar and is in the middle of telling him that he is an insolent, ungrateful little. And then almost like words have failed her. <clears throat> Give me it. Do it, Justice. Oh, I don't know if I can. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's almost as the words have failed her. She seemed to be swelling with inexpressible anger, but the swelling didn't stop. Her great red face started to expand. Her tiny eyes bulged and her mouth stretched too tightly for speech. Thank God. Next, <laughs> next second, second, several buttons burst from her tweed jacket, pinged off the walls. She was inflating like a monstrous balloon. Her stomach bursting free of her tweed waistband, each of her fingers blowing up like a salami. Think about how huge a salami That's is. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then Vernon's, like, screaming. Both her and Petunia are like, ah! And as Marge's whole body (laughs) began to rise off her chair towards the ceiling, she was completely round now, like a vast buoy with piggy eyes, and her appendages stuck out weirdly as she drifted. Mm. She was making apoplectic sounds as she drifted up into the air, and Ripper came skidding into the room, barking like crazy. So Vernon yelled no and grabbed a hold of her feet, trying to bring her back down, but he was almost lifted into the air himself. And then Ripper Ripper leapt and then bit into Vernon's leg. Mm. Then I can just, in Ripper. 
see, see it in the movie where he's like trying to like get him off. This is gonna be a fun one to do our movie watch on. Yeah, one movieism I like is how the button pings down. Yes, right yes. twice. So right? he's just yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So Harry chose this exact moment to GTFO, grab his stuff from the cupboard under the stairs. I hope people know what that means. <laughs> So Google it, as kids. As he's reaching it, the cupboard bursts open magically when he reaches it, and he pulls out everything, pulls it to the front door, and then he runs upstairs to gather the rest of his belongings. And then as he reaches his trunk again, Vernon comes rushing out of the dining room, yelling at Harry to go back in there and put her right. You put her right! <laughs> Harry you was put her right now! <laughs> Harry was feeling reckless with all of this anger and magic flowing through him. He kicks open his trunk, pulls out his wand, telling Vernon that she deserved it. She deserved everything she got and tells Vernon to keep away. He opens the door and leaves. Harry has left the building and gone into the dark <laughs> night with his trunk in Hedwig's cage. I feel like you're dark I feel night. like you're like a secret service agent. Harry has left the building. <laughs> I was actually thinking like Elvis has left the building. Yes. Harry has left the building. Holy um, I can, cow. I can hear Vernon being like, um, you come back now and you put her right. What does he say? He's no, like, he's not going to let you back yeah. in. Like, oh, yeah. yeah you have yeah. nowhere to go. <laughs> Anyways, no better than here. <laughs> oh. um, I also like this movie because the guys are starting to look cuter. Harry Rupert. is uber cute in this His movie. hair is Rupert, perfect no. in this movie. Rupert. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I want so badly... The way to deflate her is just a long series of farts. <laughs> they say, and this kind of ruins the next chapter, her. they puncture her. What do they I was, do? No, I him. want it to be farts. I was thinking like, I mean, um, maybe so, they puncture her in her Ruka, butt. Not for Ruka Salt. Um, who's the girl? Um, Violet. You're, you're turning, turning yeah. Violet. Violet. <laughs> and they have to squeeze her. Yep. The juicy we room. Just have to Violet juice Beauregard. Augustus Glump. Augustus Glump. No, I will not watch that one. Oh my god! No, I hate it. I used it. to know them. Who's Johnny the Depp? Gene Wilder or nothing? Yeah, I, I love. I love but they're also both. two. Technically, they're two different movies. One is Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. One's Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I really love yeah, both of them for very different yeah. reasons. I only like really the part once they get there because I like to watch them eat the chocolate and good such things. Good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day. Yeah. Okay. Lightning bolt. I knew I already did a question. Oh, you gotta pick a pocket or two. Would you have run away from the Dursleys? Hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I Especially ran away. after that, I, I wouldn't would put up run. with that kind of verbal abuse. Hey, yeah, I would. I'd have probably punched her in the face, to be real. I, okay. Would it be like one of those blow this, up things? This <laughs> situation, yeah. like the whole like conversation that goes down with Marge, how she, you know, is talking smack, Snap. reminds me. Of this uh, this situation that I had when I worked at a grocery store, Ooh, where I remember that this guy was just being nasty. I mean, there was this customer in line before him, and she she was different, and she had her tendencies, and she came to my line knowing that I didn't care. So I let her do her thing. She didn't like people touching her groceries. She wanted to scan them herself. Marks doesn't have self-checkouts. She was fast. She would bag it all by herself. Like, literally, it would. It took just as much time as if I were doing it. Okay. No joke. Because right. she did it all the time. So it's not like she didn't know what she was doing and she was fumbling She was around. like one of those people that comes in and you know and everybody yeah. yeah. And plus, like, it's Marks. So she just, like, read me some of the prices because we still typed them in. Mm-hmm. 
it was the Throw same back. thing as me picking it up and reading the price and typing the price in, you know? So anyway, this guy was getting really mad and he started saying really nasty things to her, like to her face mm. about how she had mental issues and like just being Even if you awful. thought that, like I mean, shut up. I mean, being awful. And then he turned on me. And he was saying that I was stupid and I didn't know how to do my job. And, like, I mean, he, he was going off. And I, I mean, like, you guys know <laughs> who I am. <laughs> and I was seething. I mean, like. He should never be. I was shaking in I anger. I know this was, like, forever ago. I was so angry. And, you know, I he was next. I had to check his groceries out next. I I had to put my finger through each. I literally like (laughs) threw all of his groceries. Like I'm not. I literally threw all of his groceries. Did not bag anything for him. I like would type it in and throw it all the way to the end. And then he gave me the money, and he started like getting really nasty again because I obviously wasn't being nice to him. And finally, like with my teeth clenched, I was like. I do not appreciate the way that you're talking to me. And then and and then I was getting his change and I took his change and I threw it at him. <laughs> I, I mean, not kidding. Threw it at him. Change flew everywhere because it was a bunch of coins as well. Um, and then he skedaddled the heck out of there because the manager was coming. And I knew that like clearly I shouldn't have thrown his change at him, but like I did not care because of how he was talking to me. And I knew that the manager would have been on my side Oy. because of how he, and like there were witness, like, I mean the people in line behind him were even like, dude, calm down. down. Like it's fine. It took just as much time. He just like would not stop. And I, Oh my God, I've never been that angry at somebody before. And I worked at Disney during fast, like, fast paced busy season nothing tops that guy he was the worst mm. and he scrambled out of there right before the manager came i don't get why people are mean i just don't especially that's to people because who are in you're the a nice industry. person i guess i, just I will understand. say like working at a grocery store like that working at disney talking to guests who are unhappy it makes you appreciate stuff more yeah and it makes you treat people in those roles really nice you just never know like Like, i am so nice to cast members at disney i'm so nice to cashiers Mm -hmm. yeah jeez but oh my god what was that guy i don't remember (laughs) it wasn't she was just talking about like the rage that harry felt oh yeah yeah we didn't really get i didn't i was like i don't know why she's talking about this again i had them because i missed i was trying to figure out what i had asked that's the that's like oh no no you did ask a question i think you said something about something about harry's rage did i i asked if he would leave the dursleys oh that's right that's right oh and then I was saying, I understand that rage. <coughs> we all said yes. So long story short. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. What did we learn? What did we learn? Be nice to people. Don't be what a jerk. What breed do you want to breed of dog? Mm, can I breed cats? <sighs> no. Rude. That's not the question. This I want to breed a bunch. Can say the same one. I want to breed a bunch of serious so dogs. Someone, someone should take a Labradoodle so Tiffany can't have it. Labradoodle, <laughs> Golden Doodle. <laughs> <laughs> I counted. It's a doodle. No doodle. I uh, boxer. 
I would want to breed basset hounds. We did breed boxers. I really, the only dog I ever actually owned in my lifetime was a little Shih Tzu, and she was adorable. Siberian Huskies. Oh, my God. Those are so so fluffy. They are gorgeous. Or Corgis. (gasps) I'm not a fan of Corgis. I love Corgis butts when they put them in slow motion. (laughs) The queen has some music. I know. Libby has a question for us. Sure. Go, Libby. Why didn't the spell protecting Harry break that night? Because he still called it home. I mean, he had to. He was underage. He, it's not yeah, like he no, was I going mean, yeah, to. He wasn't really have a choice. He wasn't well, going maybe, to a new home. Maybe that's why. Maybe it did sort of temporarily break, and that's why uh, Fudge was freaking out so that's bad. A Does good Fudge point. know about it? I I would think so. Oh, maybe not. Tiffany, your face. I, I just agree don't with think. Tiffany. I don't think he Dumbledore doesn't. Dumbledore is privy to anything, he guys. You have to remember. Very close to his. Chance. I agree, but later on, Fudge mentions that. Vernon and Petunia are willing to take Harry back for summer break if he stays at Hogwarts but for Christmas. Did I think that, that was like, just him trying to smooth things over? Yeah, like that's how I read it. Like trying to like that, regardless. Like he's like that's your family kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and where else would he go? Just right. because you run like, away you from home to the Weasleys, like not that he can't you know? go to the Weasleys, but like they also have like how many kids living at their house? You know what I mean? So like. Here's the thing about Dumbledore. Not that they wouldn't. Like, they would be, like, one of those people, like, I feel like Molly and Arthur would, like, sleep on the couch and give, like, Harry their bed. Mm -hmm, Like, they're those types of people where, like, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll make sure that, like, everyone else is fed before we eat. Or I'll make sure that y'all have beds before I have the bed. Right. Make sure you're all... Healthy, you know. What I mean? If you it's think about Bill and Fleur's wedding, they sleep on the couch so that Fleur's parents can have their bedroom. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's just the kind of people that those wonderful human beings are. I don't think Fudge knows about. Yeah, I feel that like is protection nothing. because I feel like if if anything, Dumbledore would have expressed to Fudge that it was important for them to get mm-hmm. Harry back as soon as possible. Um, yeah, true. Because of Sirius, but he would also probably allude to something else. But he's not going to make Fudge or know even just anything. Be like, you know, because Fudge does know about the serious thing. Yeah, like I wonder if he's if Dumbledore was just like, hey, you know, the, the, you honestly, need to get him back. Like that's the best place for him. Like as much as we all kind of hate it, mm-hmm. that's the best place. But for he's him. not going to tell him why. Correct. Right. Exactly. And Fudge is going to be like, you know, bro, he's just going to say okay because at this point we know that Dumbledore says yeah, every, is gold. Yep. 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 I agree. Okay. Yep, yep. I feel like I'm yep, understanding yep, yep. Dumbledore a little more and more each time we go through I still stuff. I don't know how I feel about him. I need I need to I need more Scamander's Love him. stories and Fantastic I Beast movies. I really want to know more about him from this next yes. uh Fantastic Beast movie. I'm really excited to see um if there's a vow or something or like I want I just Unbreakable want, vow. I wanna see the backstory. You know, as many choices that he makes that everybody you know questions and then his youth and dabbling in the dark arts and stuff he's got a boss arc yeah Yeah. he does i love it i love my dumbly any more patreon questions or questions from let me think what i'm gonna want to ask you i'm trying to think um instead of blowing marge up what would you make her do Shrink down till she can't talk. 
your voice back. <laughs> like an Ursula. Kill her. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was joking. Oh, my <laughs> God. Because I kind of wanted to say the same thing, but Whoa. I had to go. I would have her do the opposite and shrink and then shut her in a drawer or something. <laughs> like Tinkerbell. Just accidentally step on her. <laughs> <laughs> no, rip her Bad. steps on her. <laughs> I'd feed her to rip her. Yeah. So you know how in... Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, where he pulls the string on Oogie Boogie, yeah, and he like unravels. unravels. I want that to happen to her. <laughs> yeah, would she have bugs underneath her skin? No, what would she have? <laughs> Little rippers. <laughs> she would have. She'd be like, made of dog biscuits. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> she would Rotten be filled biscuits. with brandy. Brandy, yeah, soggy, soggy. Just a little drop of brandy. Doesn't she play Miss Trunchbull? Isn't that yes. Miss Trunchbull? Oh, yes. Yeah. She's the worst. The Although, chokey. The chokey. <laughs> I yeah, did anybody scene. know that? Matilda, she plays Miss Trunchbull like for anybody who doesn't know who that is. Matilda, She's a tall the woman. The chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't. I hear this story like three times a year. I swear. The chocolate cake just looks so good. What's his name? Charlie or something like that? And the chocolate cake. Uh, no. <laughs> no. It's on with the C, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. know. Jinx. Oh, damn. Where do you think Marge went? St. Mungo's well, for a little bit? To the moon. No, oh, <laughs> no, you know what? I don't think no, she leaves she the house like, in the book. Sh- yeah, I don't think don't she think leaves she the house. Oh, I thought she was like bopping around no, the air uh, over somewhere. Her? Yeah, they they like had to get her from some Oh, oh right. you're right. She was like over a city. Really? Yeah. Right? We'll read so. it when the when it, the time comes. He says it. Fudge. Ah. Fudge. That is the next Judge. chapter. Tomorrow. Let's get that tomorrow. <laughs> we gonna talk about that tomorrow. Anyways, we have any more questions? I don't think so. Sarah, you out? Um, I've been coming up with stuff today. Look at me. Look at you. I never come up with anything. I know. Yeah, I, mean, it's I don't want to either. And Sarah. It's the <laughs> Tiffany and Sarah show. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what would what would you use? So Harry uses the book, right, to, like, recite in his head. What would you do right now? Oh. What would you recite in your head to, like, get her not in your head? The serenity <laughs> prayer. <laughs> I say that almost every night. <sighs> Mm, I would just think about or something you really cats. like. The Serenity Prayer is a good one. Yeah. It is, yeah. And also, probably, I would think about Iggy and how cute he is when he sleeps on the couch because it makes me happy. Does he sleep with his fangs out? Yes. Sometimes. And he sleeps with his little paws curled up and then his little back paws also curl and he's like on his back upside down and his little fangs hang out. Oh my God, he's so cute. I like it when the fangs hang. <laughs> he's so cute. I what would probably yours? recite song lyrics in my head. What song? Mm. As of right now, it probably would be a Hamilton song because 90% of what I listen to. I would probably also think about Taylor Swift because she's beautiful. Would you listen to Taylor Swift while Would you say she's yeah. gorgeous? Oh yeah, I would. Oh, it's a, a song. That's a song that she wrote about me. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Oh man. Jeez. Oh pizza. Uh, what what beverage would you give Marge to to enhance her drunkenness? I was gonna be like, not really. If you're Marge, but like, what would you want to be drinking? Oh, okay, to 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 curb the Margeisms <laughs> yeah. at dinner. Rum and Coke, spiced rum and Coke. Mm, yeah, tastes like vanilla. Rum Coke. and Coke. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. But like, if you do like 
spice, like a yeah, yeah, spice, Coke, yeah. It tastes like oh, it's vanilla so Coke. good. It tastes, yeah, bro. Yeah. I think my first beverage after baby will probably be a nice chilled glass of Riesling. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ugh, too sweet. Yo. Did you see what you would give Marge? I didn't. Um, poison? Mm? <laughs> Rat poison? That's none of mine. <laughs> no, give that to Scabbers. Yeah, mm. for real. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for real. I'm for sorry. Real Cre- sorry. Crab de menthe. <laughs> absinthe. <laughs> I was going to say absinthe. <laughs> Something really gross. What is that one we had Bitters? in the drink for um, one of the vacations? And it was awful. It was like cherry, cherry herring or something like that. Ew. Marty would know what I'm talking what about. What about creme de la creme de Edgar? <laughs> peppermint, sh- peppermint schnapps. I don't know what they're talking about. It's from Aristocat. Yes. Oh, you're right. I oh. love that movie. You're now on Grown Up Kids. <laughs> First I of all, seen that's probably ages. one of my favorite yes. all-time movies. A, because it's adorable. I love um, the kid. The I'd rather movie. watch She's 101 like, Dalmatians. Oh, no. oh, this is why you're not a real O'Malley because it's O'Malley the Alley Cat. Yeah, I don't care about Fact. that. Thomas, Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley the Alley Cat is what I say. See, but I like Marie. She's like, girls don't Starbucks, but we know how to finish them. And I was like, yes. You would be that like, little cat touching her cheek yeah. fluff. <laughs> She's just so cute. I have oh, cheek just fluff. Such a cute little movie. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a fan story from Brittany Lindsay. I like many others grew up with the series. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that to her. Give her an authentic read. <laughs> Brittany, I will read your fan story. <laughs> Keep that in because that's funny. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Keep that in. I'm hilarious. <laughs> Just ask her. Jeez. All right, so I want to thank Brittany for having an easy last name, if that's actually actually your last name. Meg, I need to read it. Sorry. Why'd you click away? Sorry. So Brittany says, I like, I like many others, grew up with the series. I was 10 years old when Sorcerer's Stone came out, but I did not touch a book until after I watched some of the movies when I was about 17. On the bookshelf at home sat the first three books forever, yet we just never crossed paths. Sometimes I wish young me did, though, because she desperately needed this family. But fast forward to now, and I'm a proud 27-year-old adult with a passion for the wizarding world. Anxiety has been my battle for most of my life, and Hogwarts is my home, my comfort, my family. When times are hard, it's always where I turn. My husband and I tried to have a baby for three long years, and if you've ever been there, you understand the mix of emotions. Magically, we got pregnant with my beautiful Hazel McKinley. My pregnancy was hard because my anxiety, but because the beautiful world of audiobooks and Jim Dale. Hurry. Shout out to Jim Dale. <laughs> I've managed to fit my fit my love back into my busy life. Since then, I've began my reread with Swish and Flick and listened to my, my audiobooks literally all the time at work. The Me community you ladies have built is amazing. Thank you so much. I'm a proud Hufflepuff married to a Slytherin with a kind heart. Woo, me too. My wand is Maplewood Phoenix Feathercore 12 and a half in length. Slightly yielding flexibility. My Patronus is a West Highland Terrier, but I don't feel like this is right. I totally understand because I don't feel like mine is. (laughs) Don't let the muggles get you down. Side note, she started this email to us saying, my story is boring. It's It's not at all. Boring. I relate because I too struggle with anxiety and I know what that battle is. And I'm also married to a Slytherin. Anxiety is the literal worst. Yep. So good for you for tackling that. Yeah, Congratulations yeah. on you guys having your little baby. Yes, yeah. and 
Also, Brittany, I have a niece named Hazel, so we have a little connection there. And I have hazel eyes, so we have a connection. <laughs> I have hazel eyes, but I often say they look like diarrhea because they're green and brown. <laughs> Are you brown hazel or green hazel? Brown. Me too. I have blue eyes because I'm pretty. <laughs> I screamed. I'm so sorry. I too have blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I screamed. <laughs> oh, so, my Merlin. You guys can also find Katie and I on Grown Up Kids, which is the Disney podcast. We're doing a watch of all of the movies chronologically. Are you cool? Are you an adult who's also a kid? <laughs> <laughs> so, don't forget. Adults are only kids grown up anyway. There we go. I love hey, you like don't forget, and then you like didn't. And then she what forgot. To say. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. So check us out at Grown Up Kids, um, a Disney podcast on Facebook, and Grown Up Kids Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Which and we're on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, oh. Google Play Store, Spotify. Oh, Spotify. <gasps> You're questioning it. <laughs> I don't know places. if we've been approved yet. Like I submitted it. Spotify. I submitted for Swish and Flick to go on Spotify too. Hopefully they approve us. Guys, if you have an Alexa device, um, you and can you say, listen Alexa, to us. play Swish and Flick podcast. They, she will. She'll play the latest episode. And then she'll yeah. listen yes. to you eat cereal in the morning and tell you she doesn't understand your question when not prompted. Jeez. <laughs> it was scary. Oh, what should, what project should I plug? Akio. All right, me and Meg have a poster business on Etsy. We are called Akio Designs because we bring sweet wizarding designs to you, just like a summoning spell. Akio Designs. <laughs> we make so posters. Search for, us. <laughs> search for us on Etsy. You can see all of our designs. Um, some Fun popular stuff. ones are Don't Intoxicate and Apparate. House posters. You can buy them and put them on your walls or wherever you put your posters. And They're you cute. can also give them as gifts to people that might like them. We've got a lot of like shop posters. So like it's pretty good for parties. A lot of people buy those for yeah, parties. Yeah, Honey Dukes, The Leaky Cauldron. Flourish and Blocks. I forgot what you meant when you were Madden saying like Malkins, shop ones. I'm like, what do you mean? Slugging Jigger. Like Lots weird. Gringotts. Gringotts. Check it out. It's the cool. Wizard Bank. <laughs> Tiffany. Are Tiffany, what's you, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm on a couple of other podcasts. I'm on an all video game podcast called Box Trick. I'm doing the Nintendo portion. Pokemon. Currently playing. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. And we talk Zelda and all that other Nintendo news jazz. E3 is coming up, so get pumped. This might be out before E3. Did I show you the picture that Ed Sheeran was playing Pokemon? I sent it to you. You never said anything. Sweet. Go Charlie. You can't trust anything I do nowadays. All right. Um, I'm also on an all-Star Wars podcast called Rebel Watch. Not as good as BB-8 Radio. <laughs> Doing a journey through Star Wars with... Ezra, the main man, Kirk. E. Kirk! Uh, 2006! The other puff. And sweet Sarah. Ed Sheeran. I'm not on it because you go, and Sarah. Not on it. No, no I was Sarah, finished. I'm saying, and Sarah, oh. what are you doing? What's your, what's your project I here? Attention. I was looking at a picture of um, Ed Sheeran. I did Playing see Pokemon Yellow. I, I responded in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's not my I, fault you don't get those messages. I am um, working on building myself a boat because it's been raining so much, and, and I might have to like float away. What? I don't know. 
I kind of have another podcast called BB-8 Radio. We don't do a lot. We read some fan fiction every once in a while. Submit fanfic uh, ideas Star for Wars. Star Wars. We're going to do her. a Han Solo one because we just did a Vader one. We haven't put it out yet. Are they dirty fanfics? Or are We're they... open to anything and everything. All right, so <laughs> listener actually, discretion sister, is advised. The one that, yeah, it's explicit because, I mean, we haven't sworn yet, but I swear a lot in my daily life. What if his name was Han Uno? <laughs> we want to give a then shout out <laughs> we want to give a shout out here as well to our uh, new producers Fogel <laughs> Mike Inez they have produced this episode thank you mm-hmm. so with that that concludes this week's episode thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down It's grandma telling us to hurry up. The uh, Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Oh, <laughs> Dad, can we go back and we here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ken Adams. All right. Darth Vader was walking around Crocker Park today. How cool. That's Along cool. with Chewie and I think a Stormtrooper. Sweet. That's not Harry Potter. No, sorry. That's for BB-8 radio. <laughs> I'm Turn that down. Please put in there to turn that down. I literally <laughs> scream. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 